and drink a coffee first. Mm, that's good. Uh, I was asked to discuss a couple um, topics regarding the Holy Spirit. One is the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and two are the gifts of the Spirit. So in this video, I want to talk about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I want to start off by reading from the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 4. It says, And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So what was going on was the disciples were told to wait before they went out and began their ministry. And so they went and assembled in the upper room. There's about 120 followers of Christ there and they were praying. And um, they were told that it was... A time coming or there was a time coming where the Holy Spirit would come upon them, empowering them to do what God called them to do. And so that happened a little bit later when the Holy Spirit came upon them at Pentecost and empowered them to do the work that they were called to do. So the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that's what we want to talk about. And this is what was being discussed here. There was an empowerment for ministry. There is an empowerment for the work. And let me just say that uh, in regards to our church body, that unless the Holy Spirit is moving through the people in our church body, nothing's going to happen. We're not going to have a church. We're not going to have fruit. We're not going to have anything. So everything we're doing is we're counting on the Holy Spirit to do the work. Just like um, in the book of Zechariah, where it talks about they were to rebuild the temple, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. So I want to talk to you about this potential power that uh, is awaiting you. And, and many of you know this, but I want to encourage you in this. And some of you don't know this. So in the Bible, there are three relationships with the Holy Spirit that are possible. There are three what they call Greek words, Greek preposition words that explain these three different relationships that one can have with the Holy Spirit. The first one is para, P-A-R-A in the Greek, and that means in our language, it means with. So the Holy Spirit is with us. The Holy Spirit in Greek is para. Uh, so, so what does that mean? So the Holy Spirit is with everybody in the world. What is the Holy Spirit doing with everybody in the world? The Holy Spirit is drawing people to Christ. He's convicting people of their sins. He's bringing awareness of Jesus. And But for the Holy Spirit bringing us to a knowledge of Christ, nobody would ever come to Christ. And that's why the Bible says that we are not to blasphemy, blaspheme the Holy Spirit. And that's the one unforgivable sin is blaspheming the Holy Spirit is because if we reject the Holy Spirit, which is the only agent that brings us to Christ, then we can never come to Christ. We'll never come to Christ on our own. We'll never know about Christ. We'll never have a desire for Christ. We'll never be convicted of our sins. So this first relationship is the Holy Spirit outside of us, but with us. And he's in the whole world doing this is drawing people to Christ, 
um, bringing about an understanding and knowledge of Christ and convicting people of sin. So in John 14, we see this. John 14, 16, it says, And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, speaking about the Holy Spirit, and that he may abide with you forever. Verse 17, it says, The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. So two different relationships. He dwells with you and will be in you. So the Holy Spirit wasn't in the disciples at this point. That was going to happen later after his resurrection. So here's the thing. The Holy Spirit is with us to convict us of our sin, to bring us to Christ. And when we receive or yield to the Holy Spirit, then what happens is we will come into a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that brings me to my second point. When we have a relationship with Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit comes in us. Every believer has the Holy Spirit. If you don't have the Holy Spirit in you, you're not a believer. So the second preposition is the Holy Spirit in us. That's the Greek preposition, E-N. It's our word, I-N. And so that's what happens when we become born again. We receive the Holy Spirit, the down payment of our future inheritance in heaven, the guarantee that we're God's children. And then that leads us to the third experience. And this is really what most of you should be thinking about is, do you have the empowerment of the Holy Spirit for ministry? That's the third Greek preposition and third relationship that we can have with the Holy Spirit. And that is epi. E-P-I is the Greek word. Our word is upon. And we see that in Acts 1.8 where it says, You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. So this is now uh, a Holy Spirit not only in us, but now is actively working through us so that what we see in John chapter 7 verse 37 is taking place. And it says, On the last day, on that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If any of you thirst, let him come to me and drink. And he who believes in me, as the scriptures have said, out of his heart will flow living waters. And so this third experience with the Holy Spirit is empowerment and power to do the ministry and do the things that God has called us to do in such a way that we can never do it in our own strength, nor should we, but the Holy Spirit working through us will bring about the results that God wants to bring. And like um, a flowing river, a raging river flowing through us, when God is flowing through us by the Holy Spirit, we experience the power of God personally, and then others do through us. So that's the baptism of the Holy Spirit. God bless you guys.